Once the world was full of wonders, but it belongs to humans now. We creatures have all but disappeared. Demons, vampires and witches, hiding in plain sight, fearful of discovery, ill at ease even with each other. Once again, to a discovery of witches, demons, and vampires podcast, a weekly podcast discussing the television series A Discovery of Witches, which can be found on numerous stations, including Shutter, AMC, Sundance, Sky, uh, maybe Big Wolf, I think, like, all over the place. Bad the Wolf. UK. Bad Wolf, yeah, thank you. Uh, both in the UK and the US of A. And I am one of your co-hosts, Philip, from the state of New Hampshire in the U.S. of A. And with me in the Commonwealth of Virginia. Hey, this is Barrett. Barrett, how are you? Good, how are you doing? Good. And in the state of Missouri? This is Kevin, and I am doing well. How about you, Phil? I'm doing good as well. Uh, now, uh, where did you hear about the the big wolf? Was How did you know about that? That's the Bad name of the wolf. How do you know about Bad Wolf? How do you know that's the name of it? It's a Doctor Who reference. Yeah. Ah, okay. So, so gotcha, gotcha. Well done. But well done. I mean, I remember seeing. Uh, I yeah, I think I remember seeing after one of the shows or something like that, they had you know Bad Wolf Productions or something, and so that to me was just that that kind of uh, stuck yeah. out to me just because that was like I said a Doctor Who reference. Gotcha, gotcha. Uh, now, uh, Discovery of Witches is uh, on season two right now, and uh, we are discussing each episode of season two. Uh, it's based off of the All Souls trilogy by author Deborah Harkness, and um, so it's it's basically an adaptation of those books. Um, so uh, before we get into Anything further, we should do some house cleaning. And for folks who are stumbling upon us and don't know anything about us, uh, we are part of the Dark Discussions News Network or Dark Discussions Network of Podcasts, if you prefer. Basically, it's a website, darkdiscussions.com, which is an all-genre news website. So uh, reviews, columns, uh, podcasts, uh, all sorts of things of that nature. Basically, there are new articles every day. So if you are following uh, genre news, uh, darkdiscussions.com should be one of the websites that you check uh, daily. Also, we are always looking for uh, columnists. Uh, so if you are interested in writing columns about, say, a Discovery of Witches or any other sh- genre thing. So if you're a fan of... Um, 
comic books or horror movies or science fiction or Doctor Who, is, as uh, Mr. Kevin mentioned, uh, you can contact us at darkdiscussions at AOL.com or just go to darkdiscussions.com and press the Contact Us link, and that opens up a form that you can fill out just like an email and it is sent to us as an email. So we're always looking for uh, help on the website, uh, new and exciting voices. Um, also, um, we can be found pretty much wherever podcasts are found. So under a discovery of witches, demons, and vampires, uh, wherever podcasts are found, or you can go to dark discussions podcast that feed it's on as well. And it's also on the dark discussions network of podcast feed. Uh, the difference between the three R is the first is just this podcast. The second is any podcast that your co-host may participate in. So this podcast plus we do a few others such as uh, don't tell uh, don't tell me I'll tell you the stand podcast a weekly discussion of the television series the stand on CBS all access. Uh, we also do Halloween boutique psychotronic reviews which is a podcast that reviews uh, eclectic uh, genre movies and and TV shows as well as the dark discussions podcast itself, which is a podcast that, uh, discusses a weekly genre film, uh, weekly. And then, uh, the last one, dark discussions network of podcaster, uh, feed that includes all 30 or so podcasts on the dark discussions network. So not just podcasts that any of your co-hosts may appear on, but also, uh, other podcasts by other hosts that aren't related to this podcast, but are part of the, network all right so that's done Whew, that was a lot um all right so we're here to discuss episode four of the podcast i mean of the television show um but before we say that i want folks to know uh and all the people who are listening thank you kindly for listening this is the most popular podcast on the network we've reached over two thousand listens uh it's become absolutely huge um, it appears that there's a large fan base for these books in this television series. And I think I can speak for my other two co-hosts here uh, that uh, they would agree on because it is uh, a great uh, television series, at least our experience. Um, so thank you for listening. It's greatly appreciated. We would love to hear emails, though, because we haven't heard any emails, even though we know there's lots of people listening. Um, all right, so um, episode four came out in the UK on Saturday, uh, I mean, on Friday, the 29th, I believe it was, and then Saturday, the 30th in the US. Um, for folks who are interested, the US version of the podcast, um, there's a couple of things, uh, or I should say that... Let me rephrase all of that. Uh, for people who are in the U.S. that watch it on Shutter when it comes live, uh, there's a couple of interesting things about it. Uh, author Deborah Harkness, who writes the series, she actually does a a, a follow along. So, in other words, if you want to watch the show while she's watching the show, uh, it's pound or, or hashtag Witches Watch Party. So, Witches Watch Party every. I think eight o'clock on Saturday and she answers questions as they go. And then every day, the next day uh, at two o'clock uh, witch along on Instagram and Facebook, she has a 30 to 60 minute uh, question and answer period, uh, which I actually joined today. So I got to uh, uh, talk to her 
uh, through there, and uh, it was kind of cool to her answering people's questions. She gets hundreds of questions, so it's difficult to get your question answered. But she does answer questions after the fact as well. And she, uh, I asked about Hubbard if he was an Episcopal priest or not, and she purposely was vague, saying he's a bit of everything. So uh, hopefully we can get that cleared up later. Uh, but uh, it was good that she uh, gave a nod out to us. Um, all right, so um, let's discuss uh, our thoughts on this episode and our opinion. So uh, let's go with you, Barrett. Um, I really liked this episode. Uh, there was It was in the current times, and I liked that to get away a little bit from the, the pastime stuff, um, even though we're away from our main characters. Uh, the storyline was really cool. Um, the acting was good. And it's leading into some pretty interesting territory for the show. So I'm really looking forward to where it goes. All right. Very good. Uh, yeah, for me. Um, yeah, I actually like this episode a lot. I think this may have been my favorite episode so far of this season. Uh, and it's kind of odd because I, I mean, the main reason I started watching the series in the first place was because of Teresa Palmer. Um, the actress fan of hers. And so you figure I, w- I would enjoy those episodes the most. And yet we were completely away from our two lead characters, this episode. And, and yet the, sh- the show was uh, actually pretty, pretty dang good. Uh, so yeah, I uh, enjoyed it a lot and it'll be uh, interesting to discuss some of the things that were brought up today uh, in this latest episode. Uh, Kevin. Uh, yeah, this was a good episode. They're, they're all good. I don't think they've had a dud yet. So I, I, this is one of those things I look forward to each week, uh, the new episode. Like, you, like it was mentioned, uh, M- Matthew Good and Teresa Palmer were not in this episode at all, um, which I thought was rather interesting. I mean, you have your two main characters, and you know the only thing you see is you see them in the, in the preview for next week's show, and you see them in those... Uh, you know, little painting, uh, I don't know what, like, I can't call them, uh, like little painted portraits, little small things, but I mean, they're not in there, but, uh, it's, it's good though, that they did this to give us an idea of what's happening in, in the modern time, uh, while, um, while Matthew and Diana were, are back in, in the past, and so we see the politics going on between the uh, in the congregation, uh, the the what's it called, like the governing body that they have. Oh, uh, yeah, uh, not the, the congregation, the council, right? The council, or, or something the like con- that. Yeah. Congregation, congregation. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, so you have. So in other words, you see, get still, you see the politics of what's going on. You see what's going on with uh, the one vampire that worked uh, pretty closely with Matthew here and how he's trying to buy these these little miniatures, uh, miniature paintings. And uh, yeah, they're, they're almost like uh, cameo bro- brooch. Yeah, they're, they're like, well, they're not, like that. but I mean, cameos are are just a. a you know, a, a cameo. You know, like, uh, a, uh, like bass reliefs or little mini bass relief type things. Something like, but, well, they're, they're little portraits painted, but you know, yeah, just something you can. But the thing is, I mean, well, I mean, then obviously in 1590, they didn't have cameras. So that's the closest thing they had to little pictures that you can carry around with you rather than a big portrait up on the wall. But um, 
it's it's good though that they did that and they kind of they i wouldn't call it a, a reveal but they well yeah you could say it's a reveal it talked a little bit it, it gave us a, a big clue or insight to what they called the what they called the blood madness yeah something like, yeah, yeah the blood, blood, rage, blood rage blood rage that's it blood yeah. rage thank you the, yeah. the blood rage um if 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 Miss Harkness is, is listening, please forgive me um, uh, for for messing up the words. Uh, we we love the show. I'm I'm just not getting just not getting the vocabulary right tonight. But anyway, uh, gives us a little history, a little background in, into that, and it is just a good show. Yeah, absolutely. Um, now uh, a couple of things that uh, Deborah Harkness mentioned in her witch along this afternoon uh she said that Teresa palmer and matthew good were very very close to what she thought uh the characters looked like when she created them for uh the book as well as isabel isabel the the uh claremont de claremont uh as well so those three um and then she also said that uh marcus uh was as well except for the hair color so that's uh, kind of interesting uh hearing her take on on the actors that she saw she sees in, in the show that are based off of her books um all right so i guess we can we're going to talk about everything anything we, you know we spoil and all that because again people who listen to this show obviously have probably uh watched the, the episodes because why else would you uh, follow along unless you wanted to hear further feedback, dissection, analysis, and reviewing, uh, unless you uh, had seen it. So we're going to talk about various things, specific scenes, uh, our assumptions of who may be doing the blood rage and all this other stuff. So it'll be a uh, real curious uh, um, what we'll have to say. So hopefully uh, folks are um get involved and email us their opinions as well. So uh, we can read your emails on next week's episode. Um, all right. So uh, where do we want to begin? I guess we can start with a kind of summation. Uh, this is like you said, uh, Kevin and Barrett uh, takes place in the modern era. So 2021, and it's not um, the flashback of 1590 anymore. Uh, we're, we're all the main characters in the present. So we get to see Knox and, uh, uh, Gobo, uh, I think that's how you pronounce his name. It's, it's what is it? Jubair is how they. Yeah, Jubair. That's right. Because, yeah, exactly. and I'll tell you why. Because my wife said Gerbert today. <laughs> yeah, well, and, and then it, right immediately after that, they said his name correctly, and now we now we've been laughing about it all night. <laughs> well, that's that's how how they would pronounce it in the in the United States. You know, um, you know, you anglicize the name, and it's Gerbert. You know, my my. Uh, uh, grandmother, her maiden name was Deno, but if we anglicize it like people I went to high school with, it would be Denault. You know, so so a lot of people change their names to the the language that they happen to be in. But uh, your wife should not be ashamed. Oh, she's uh, not. This was funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, was uh, yeah, because I used to say Gerbert too until uh, I heard it in the episode today. And and uh, how was it again, Barrett? Joubert. Yeah, Joubert. Something like that, yeah. 
keeping up appearances because the, the, the main character's last last name is uh, spelled B-U-C-K-E-T, Bucket. But you always say it, it's Bouquet. There you go. Uh, so you got to see Gerbeau, uh, uh, Domenico, uh, Sarah and Emily, Isabeau, uh, Marcus. Um, and then we were introduced to a new character, Phoebe who uh, is, appears to be part of the main cast because she's listed as part of the main cast on Wikipedia, so it appears she's going to be a major character. We, we hear about uh, Philippe, um, and he's supposed to be a big uh, reveal probably next week is what Deborah Harkness was mentioning on her walkabout as well as on Twitter, and that's going to be played by, uh, I know, an actor that you enjoy, Kevin, uh, James Purfoy. Um, I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. So take a look. Yeah. So maybe it was you, Barrett. I thought it was you, Kevin. I'm sorry. Um, so yeah, so we got a, a lot of interesting aspects today. Um, I'll say one thing. If folks haven't seen season one, they would be completely lost, uh, because a lot of the characters that were presented this week, especially Marco, uh, or, or, or Marcus, um, uh, he he was he hasn't even really been seen since maybe episode four. It's I think a lot, almost maybe maybe in passing in a couple other episodes in season uh, one. But uh, this is his first uh, showing in this season. He's uh, in the end of season two, right? Because right before they leave, he gets the uh, the um, knighthood or whatever. Yeah, that's whatever. That's true. That's true. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's he's basically Marcus's one of Marcus's assistants. I mean Matthew's assistants, one of Matthew's assistants. Yeah, um, him and that woman that um, we haven't uh, seen all this season. That woman. Yeah, that was her first time. I forget her name. Um, but yeah, we'll get into all that stuff. So uh, where, where do we want to begin? What do we want to talk about first? Anybody want to talk about anything specific that you were thinking of and that you want to just right bring up right away? Anything? Well, since no one's saying anything, I'll start anyway. Uh, basically, there's the the blood rage thing. Uh, last week we we, uh, we had a um, murder of someone. Uh, Dom Nico um, he had to uh, he has a contact on the police department. Um, he uh, is, is researching for the congregation, basically um, the death of humans that are being mutilated to the point of uh, what they call blood rage, which is uh, when a vampire has a um, uh, mental disorder where they're just feral and they just kill for food and uh, they don't cooperate with the rest of the community. Uh, anybody who's familiar with the Anne Rice's novels, um, um, that, uh, what was the film that uh, Tom Cruise and Brad Pitt were in and Ellen Dunst? Kirsten Dunst? Yeah, Kirsten Dunst, sorry. Empire, yeah, yeah. That, that one, right. So if you ever read that book, uh, when they traveled to Romania because they wanted to see the roots of vampirism, they discover vampires in Romania who are feral and like just monsters and beasts, you know, like a, like a wild creatures rather than having human traits. And so... The, this is kind of what's happening here, where there's some vampires that may be bloodthirsty fiends, and 
what they're saying here is is that the Claremont family of vampires, it was in their history years ago, and then one of their patriarchs, uh, Philippe, uh, kind of tried to kill off that genetic strain of the vampirisms when they uh, sired people. And in theory, it's been removed from the family, but we learn near the end of this episode that from Isabel that um, Isabel and Marcus both carry this, I guess, for no better term, genetic um, sequence that is asymptomatic to them or if you know if we use genetic terms it would be um um what is it when when recessive thank you yeah exactly but interestingly matthew has it full on yeah that's what she says and which i find strange because he doesn't seem to be exhibiting it it was the same with um the the woman, uh, Claire Bow, um, Yvette, no, I can't, I can't remember her name at the top of my head, but she, um, who is this? Here, the, the, the matriarch. Yeah. Isabel. Yeah. She's, Isabel, she's, that's Isabel. she said that she, she's, uh, she's a carrier, but she's not, uh, but she doesn't have any of the symptoms, you know, she's right. a, um, you know, an asymptomatic. Yeah, that's what Phil right. That's yeah. right. That's right. What, so I mean, it's so that that was kind of an interesting reveal because the whole thing. See, Philippe is the essentially the patriarch. It sounds like he's the one that really started the family uh, with Isabeau, and um, you know, and they say that he he was famous for eliminating the blood rage strain, and that's when Isabeau said, "Well, kind of, sorta." Yeah, she pretty much said that. He eliminated it, but not completely because it's, you know, says she's a carrier. So that's why she really doesn't sire anybody. And Matthew is a car- Matthew's a carrier, but we haven't seen him. No, Matthew's not just a carrier. He is full on blood rage. OK, because the thing is, is that he hasn't exhibited it. Right. Right. That's yeah. what Barrett said. Yeah. Yeah. So, OK. All right. I, um, but the thing is, is that it makes you wonder then. Because, I mean, there, there's a couple weird things about this blood rage is that, you know, yes, somebody, you know, people are getting intermittently killed. But then we have this and I know I'm kind of jumping into it a little bit with, um, well, quickly, a long story. The 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 one guy, um, Matthew's friend, uh, also the, the vampire who who's now the the order, the La- order of Lazarus that he went and he bought those two pictures of Matthew and uh, Diane and the guard that was guarding them were, was killed by blood rage. And out of everything that that guard was, was guarding just those two portraits were stolen. So it, it, you could tell that even though there was blood rage, this guy, this vampire kind of had kind of knew what he was doing and knew what he was after so it kind of makes you wonder well obviously it makes you wonder who's who's doing this and obviously you know well why um there's a few things that i find interesting so the enemies seem to think this is definitely going to lead to the, the claremonts 
for some reason. We don't know why, but they seem to think it's going to give them an advantage over the Declaremonts. So that would lead me to believe that they think it's a Declaremont doing it. Mm-hmm. And secondly, it makes me really wonder who the killer is. Why would they want those pictures if they're if they have the blood rage? Could it be Matthew somehow in the future? Yeah, see, that's just it. I was wondering that maybe somehow Matthew came somehow Matthew got back and maybe she never did. And he just went through history hidden the rest of history hidden. I don't know. Yeah, I I don't know. But I mean, yeah, because that's that's a good. Well, because it's. I mean, obviously, you don't see who does it, but then, well, well, we'll see. Well, obviously, well, well, uh, we'll talk about those those little pictures in a, in a little bit. Uh, but yeah, let's talk about this blood rage thing. So, it's it's in the Claremont family, and or it was supposedly extinct, but now we find out that it isn't because of Isabel um, giving us that exposition moment, and Matthew hasn't shown it though you know we did see him act a little weird with um uh diana in in episode one of season one where he kind of almost went nuts to bite her and then he attacked that deer yeah and he has and he has to do it in a almost like a ceremonial way rather than just you know killing the, the deer and then um we well, saw didn't Isabeau do, it, do the same wait, thing wait, i'm sorry wait, didn't the do the same thing to the deer I don't remember. Season one. I, don't, I, I thought she I, did. I don't remember seeing her going after a deer. I don't remember. Um, but also, uh, Matthew did it to the uh, a prisoner in episode one of season one as well, right? At the end of that, where he went to the dungeon and he did some blood crap there, too. So, yeah, so maybe it, he's fighting it big time. Um, but now the question is, well, one thing we know is that uh, Knox and Gerbo, how do you say it? Joubert. Joubert. Knox and Joubert and Dominico think they can use it against the Claremonts and maybe wipe out the Claremonts uh, if they can prove that the Claremonts' uh, blood rage uh, are still in their family. That's one thing. But the other thing is, yeah, is who is doing the murders, right? Because we, we see there's been three murders so far. Some one in in an alley and then another a school teacher or something in an alley this episode and then of course the the um what what we call the uh, uh the guard so it could be like you guys said maybe Matthews teleported back into the future um is it a ex do ex machina is it is it Philippe Claremont that we haven't been introduced to yet, right? And because they did take the little pictures of his family members, which is Matthew and Deanna. I mean, Diana. Um, so, and they didn't take anything else. And, or as it could be one of Matthew's sires, which would be like Marcus or, or, or the woman um, that works with Marcus as well. You know, I find it weird that with all the genetic testing they're doing, this gives another reason for them have been doing the genetic testing, but you would think that Marcus and that woman would have found markers for that on the vampire blood when they were doing the testing. Cause obviously they've tested all their blood, their own blood, you know, Mark, uh, Marcus on whose blood? 
Marcus did all this testing of vampire blood, witch blood, and you know that he's had to have done a test of his own blood. And the woman that does all that testing with him. Maybe he didn't even know it existed. I don't even know if they even knew blood rage existed until... There'd be a genetic marker that sits on there that they were like, what the heck is this? Yeah, but but also... But, yeah, I guess, I mean... But you would have to look deep into each genetic marker, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, because if you look at someone's strip, whether it's me, who has dark hair and brown eyes, or or Kevin Letts, who has lighter hair and, and lighter eyes, our strands could probably look the same unless you really dig deep into the DNA, right? But that's what I thought they were doing, was digging deep into the DNA to see why they weren't siring. Yeah, that could be true. Right. Okay. Well, maybe maybe they, they didn't do it to. Oh yeah. Right. Because Marcus would have had the trait. Well, right? find he's asymmetric. Yeah, we find out they're taking care of his siren, right? Getting rid of his mistakes. Yeah. Because she tells right. him, Matthew was making sure that none of yours lived. Right. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. So 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 the Claremonts can't even sire at all. It seems. Well, the one brother probably could, the guy who's in charge of the, the Claremonts right now, you know, on the congregation. The one that tried to get the Grand Mastership taken. Oh, yeah, but he's a demon. He's like, give it back to me. Yeah, <laughs> but he's me. a demon. But he's a demon. No, he's a vampire. No, he's. I swear he's a demon. No, he's a demon. Baldwin is a demon. Not Baldwin. The guy that's on the co- congregation for them. At the end of this episode, that says, "Give me the 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 Grand Masters thing." Yeah, that's the Declaremont guy that's that's running the Declaremonts on the congregation, and he has to be a vampire to be on the Vampire Council. I, I saw. I, hold on, are we sure? About that? I thought that was Baldwin. Oh, no, you're right. Yeah, Baldwin, a vampire. He's yeah. You're right. He is a vampire. Well, wasn't he even one of? Um, I'm thinking Baldwin about is a vampire. He's Isn't one of. The- he- He's one of Philippe's actual kids, isn't he? I'm not sure if he's... Or, or, or sired. He's sired. He's sired. Yeah. yeah. I mean, sired when they not. say kids, that they're not really, really kids. They're like sired. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. So, yeah, your Baldwin is... For some, why did I think he was a demon? That is the weirdest... I have no idea. What well, he looks like. kind of similar to the demon friend that has yes. that mansion. Yes. But, yeah, yeah. It was, that wasn't the demon trying to get the Grand Mastery. It was the... The vampire brother, yeah. um, brother, because it's kind of how I think of them. But yeah, yeah, which you're right. Yeah, yeah. So those, those, uh, yeah, those English people, they all look alike. But I'm, <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, though, he's not even English. He's uh, the actor that plays uh, Baldwin is Welsh. But so be it. Ah, it's all the same. The British were all up in there, right? Yeah, they're on the other side of the pond. Oh, <laughs> and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. <laughs> That's right. Exactly. They're all the same over there. Anyway, uh, we're just being funny. No hate mail. Um, on a serious funny. note, we're just joking around. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Um, yeah. So yeah, you're right. But uh, Aldwin may be able to sire without having the problem. That's a good point. Yeah. But he would be the only one, right? And we don't even know. And if so, that makes sense. If if. It comes through the female line. She sired Matthew. If Philippe fired that or sired that guy, then he would be not have it, right? If Philippe didn't right. have it. Right. But I'm still thinking 
that it's going to, I bet you it's Philippe that has it. But I, I, I don't know, though, because well, right, I mean, Philippe, Philippe covering sired. it up for his wife, Isabel, right? Yeah, maybe he sired Isabel, so maybe it could still come through Philippe. Who knows? Yeah. But that would yeah. mean all probably tainted, so you couldn't really sire anybody. Right, right, without having some medical treatment to prevent you from going nuts or, or, or whatever, whatever Matthew's doing right. Um, but yeah, yeah, we'll, we'll, we're going to find out about Phil, Philippe next week. Um, but yeah, I, I mean, I, it's going to be curious to see who is the blood rage person, assuming it even is a Claremont, you know, but again, you figure it is because they took the, the, those little pick paintings, but again, it could be a setup. Right. Well, and that's the thing that made me think of Matthew, because who else would want them? I would have thought the enemies would be trying to get those, but they seem to be scrambling behind everybody else going, hey, what was taken and why are they looking into this and what is it? And that I didn't expect. So that made me think about Matthew being in the future somehow. Right. Right. I'm even thinking it could be a a vampire that doesn't have blood rage. That is just a cycle path to, to so he can try to frame the Claremont so they can destroy the Claremonts. It could even be a witch's spell. Right. To, because you know like Narks. Point. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Yeah. So I'm not gonna rule out anything until we actually have it uh you know they show us on screen who the person is. I mean they did show a silhouette of someone killing the 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 school teacher in in the after he gets off the bike. Right? But we still don't know any further details. So, um, all right. So let's talk about those little paintings. Uh, so the paintings are important to Isabel and her, her family because, and it, it's very important to Diana's family as well because it proves that Diana and Matthew made it back to the past. And that's what they even saying. They go, they made it. I think uh, it was. Uh, her aunts, Diana's aunt said, oh, they made it. Look, they, they, you know, this wouldn't be here if, if they didn't make it because they get a picture on the Internet of, of the two paintings because they're at an auction house where they're going to um, basically um, auction them off, basically. And and uh, and so they they're trying to, you know, they're trying to pump it up. And so they have pictures on the Internet of it and stuff. Uh, what do we want to talk about these paintings that we did were introduced to him last week? Right. Right. They gave him to the little boy. Right. Yep. Uh, what do we want to talk about uh, with these little paintings or, or anything else? I mean, we don't, I mean, maybe there's not much to talk about the paintings and we can talk about other stuff. Well, I mean, the, there's, there's not a whole lot to talk about it except one, it shows that okay, they they made it to, um, you know, they made it to the past, and they kind of have an idea of of when, and I think they wanted to buy it just so that no one else would figure it out. But unfortunately, since it was on the internet, you know, people did figure it out, and that's really all that I can think of, you know, with with this. It leads to him meeting this woman that's running the auction. It leads to Marcus yeah. running to her and starting to have a relationship with her. And I can't believe that he doesn't keep his vampire stuff 
secret enough that she couldn't just poke around and find that stuff out. (laughs) Well, probably wasn't even, he probably wasn't expecting her to start poking around. I mean, I I mean, I'm making, I expect everybody to be poking around and my, my stuff's hidden. Well, I mean, at the, at the same, I mean, his, he, he really doesn't think fast on his feet because I'm sitting there thinking to myself, okay, just for the background. Okay. She's, she stops by unexpectedly. All right. And then they, they essentially go to bed together. Then she wakes up in the middle of the night to get something to drink. And so she opens up the refrigerator she finds a, a a packet of beep uh, O positive blood, and then somehow she also finds a box of pictures of him from all throughout history. Now, all this guy had to do is just say with the pictures, just say, "Hey, you know, do you, don't you think they did a good job? You know that that's like you know people just are really good at faking that type of thing and." I don't know. It's just kind of a weird quirk of mine that I just wanted to make it look like I was throughout these different times. Yeah, you know, just kind of a fun thing. And if she asked about the blood, which I'm sure she would, he'd just say, look, I, it's just where I work. Uh, he could have said, look, where I work, they needed, you know, there was some blood work that was to, you know, they needed a fresh thing of blood. I, I took it home. I, I, it's just overnight and I'm just going to bring it back into work tomorrow morning for the DNA. Or he could have just said, look, I have this weird blood disorder and sometimes you know i might need an emergency blood transfusion so i just have it there just in case it's in a bad location i should find a a better place for it sorry if i freaked you out that's all he did to do immediately (laughs) you definitely don't tell the truth immediately oh yeah then he just says oh well okay you caught me i'm a vampire (laughs) you got me Yeah, I know. And I'm thinking to myself, what are you drawing? I mean, what are you out of your mind? It's just, (laughs) you know, of course, he tells that to Isabeau and she says, well, I guess you're going to have to kill her. Yeah. (laughs) You have to learn what it's like. You're, you know, we got all these problems and uh, she can't know. (laughs) You know, and the thing is, she just says it so nonchalantly. I guess I'm just going to have to kill her. Well, well, the the whole thing was was a little bizarre, too. I don't know why he freaked out when Phoebe found his all those pictures and she said they all look alike how can this be and all that you just lie and you say yeah, we look well, it's just my ancestors what do you want me to tell you yeah we look very alike it's unbelievable and uncanny everybody always says that and yeah, then the, exactly. the doctor i had a friend here one time and they needed blood because they got hurt and so now i always keep something in the fridge Right. That's a really good answer. Yeah, you, I mean, exactly. So I don't know why he he became a bumbling fool. I don't either. <laughs> Maybe he's, well, obviously, he's. it seems like he's just not used to to this sort of situation. I mean, he... Yeah, really, yeah. I mean, I mean he, how many people really get to, to bed someone on the first date? I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> but continue, Kevin, sorry. But she's well, never forward. Yeah. Yeah, well, That's someone who is. Right. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but continue, Kevin. Sorry. Well, I mean, my my whole point is is that here's a guy who probably does not have as much experience dealing with you know regular human beings because this this woman, as far as we can tell, is 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 human. She's not 
she's not one of the creatures. So, right. We don't think she's a spy. We think she's legit. Yeah, and he really right. likes her too. He he's got he's got a really strong attraction to her, which I think is making him make mistakes. Yeah, I know. But I mean, the thing is, if you've lived that many hundreds of years, you probably would have had at least some practice of being able to uh, come up with reasonable excuses. You know, it's no matter what I, 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 it just seems, seems ridiculous to me that he, he had, he was, he was clueless. I'm like, it's ridiculous that he had that stuff out. I don't care if he lived alone or not. You never know what's going to happen. You have a secret fridge for the blood and you don't keep the pictures out in a box. I don't care how nostalgic you are. (laughs) Right. Right. I've seen enough movies and he has too at this point. He's in the same time period and he's had a lot more time on his hands than I ever have. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, like like when I used to date before I got married uh and I had our girls over, I I made sure my checkbook was hidden and my, you know, I'm not going to be leaving out my social security card and stuff. Yeah, you know, I mean, you just put that stuff away. So if he has stuff like like stuff that would give away his vampirism, never mind his social security number, you figure he would have all that stuff put away somewhere. He's a bozo. Yeah. Well, is that, should even, be the boss. is that even his, that, cause I mean, he was living with, uh, I mean, he had demons there. So, I mean, was that even, yeah, that his, was his place and they were hiding the demons. Protecting. Oh, okay. Yeah. He's protecting them. Remember? Cause she's pregnant with the witch and she's, Oh yeah. And her yeah. parents are witches. Yeah. So, yeah, exactly. So, so they're 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 living there. The the two demons or, or three demons or, or the the pregnant woman is she a demon too? Or she's no, or a, no she's she's a, a, her parents were witches. She's a demon, weirdly enough, and her yeah. child is going to be a witch. Yeah, right, right. So, so he's allowing the three demons to live there. The 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 head of the, the demon congregation woman, right, and and then her son, and then her her son's wife who's pregnant. And they're she's they're all living there with him. I don't uh, think at his... the mother is staying there living there. I think oh, she... I thought she was because because she wasn't she cooking, but you're saying she was just hanging over there? I think hanging she's out. hanging out because the kids are there. Oh, but visiting the staying there and hiding basically. Sounds good, yeah. Anybody seeing the the daughter in law pregnant and questions and all that stuff. Gotcha. Gotcha. She's yeah, because that's kind of another part right now is that she's pregnant, and there's something I wouldn't say wrong, but something not completely right with the with the baby. So they're talking about okay, well we're gonna have to have this baby uh, delivered in the hospital, but she's uh, afraid because she she doesn't want the council to uh, to find out because the baby's a witch. That's why. Right. Yeah. Amen. Right. And, and yeah, exactly. And that, that's dangerous for their uh, safety uh, because it, it kind of breaks the, that old rules from it, whatever, 90 years, 100 years ago, whenever the heck it was that Philippe put in place um, to create the congregation, I guess. Um, that rule seems to be very um, stupid anyway. <laughs> Doesn't seem who's to be for who's this? That rule seems to be stupid. Oh yeah, yeah, I I know because they're talking about it. Uh, Knox and uh, Bergeau or whatever his name is. How do you pronounce his name? Bear. What is it? 
Joubert. Joubert. Yeah, so Knox and Joubert are talking about it, and they're saying that it protects all of us. Um, and I still don't understand how. Yeah, I don't either. But, yeah. But I anyway, mean, about some weird hybrid? Because, I mean, if we have two be- demons having a baby and it turns out to be a witch, then who knows where that takes things. Right. <laughs> it didn't even be possible unless they're all related in some way as supernatural. Well, that, well, that, that, that's the thing is, is, is that they're, they're really, even though they're supernatural beings in a sense, they, they're still like human. You know what I'm saying? So they can probably even marry humans, to be honest. But can and, vampires have babies? Only demons and humans, I would think, can. And then who cares if they mate? Yeah, I don't know. And humans. I mean, those three could probably mate together, but then why would they care? Because demons don't seem to even have any powers, really, besides being artistic in some great way. Right. Yeah. So, so we'll we'll probably find. Maybe we'll find out something in the future episode, uh, like when they do a flashback of when all the trouble started. You know, I mean, a lot of it was was bigotry, I guess, right? Because the witches were trying to kill all the vampires and and stuff. So maybe maybe it was just bigotry. Yeah. And so they put in these places to try to prevent it or something. But you would think that they would want the melting pot. But again, as 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 we see in the United States today and, and probably most of Europe, the melting pot ain't working too well right now. But you know, so be it. Um, but yeah, so maybe yeah, maybe that's what it is. I mean, who knows? Um, but yeah, back to, to Marcus. Uh, I I still don't understand how he would leave vampire stuff all about, even if it's vague. Just as like I, I made, a, I felt a good analogy, which is I would I hide my my uh, my, my social security number and stuff too from just that random book. dates. Credit so card. it's like, why would you have that stuff out? Yeah, credit cards. Yeah, credit cards. Yeah, well. exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and it has nothing to do with not trusting people. It's just to be careful. You know, you just never yeah. know. They could, all you need is one uh, curious person to do do some snooping, like Phoebe did. Yeah, and it didn't take her long either. It was like fridge. Oh, look at that. That's a little weird. Oh, look. There's this little case on the mantle. I'm gonna look. Open that up and look inside. Oh, look. Pictures. Yeah, yeah. She had some nerve, though. Imagine, imagine doing that. In a... Yeah, that's just bizarre. Who does that? That's just not right. <laughs> yeah, it's not cool. Not cool. So, uh, if anything, I would have dumped her anyway after that. Yeah. I mean, who does who does that crap? We've known yeah. each other a day. Yeah, we had sex, but that doesn't give you the right to go through my drawers. <laughs> We're not dating yet. Right. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, it was just bizarre. Yeah. So, whatever. Um, all right. So, okay, let's talk about um, the trying to resurrect or, or bring back from the dead R- Rebecca by um, Emily again. So Emily and Sarah talk about it, and Emily kind of screws up, and Sarah figures it out that you've been trying to bring back someone from the dead and it appears that she had a bad experience doing this in the past um and sarah recommends not to do it again but of course uh emily emily does 
or attempts to again. Um, obviously, I don't think it's going to be a, a one-time thing because why else would they even have this plot in place unless eventually they're going to be talking to someone, most likely Rebecca, Diana's mom, uh, back from the dead, you know, talk to her through, as you said once, uh, necromancy, uh, Kevin, I think is what necromancy. you call it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he's trying to talk to Diana's mother, um, trying to, because I think the whole idea actually is they're just trying to talk to somebody who may know, uh, essentially about the book. Yes. Yes. Uh, the book that Diana is trying to find, uh, the, uh, Ashmole 782 or the book of life is what they're calling it now, I guess. Right. Yep. That's what they've been calling it. Yeah. Right. Um, so what, what do we, uh, thinks up with that? Uh, do you think there's going to be something bad that's going to occur with bringing back Rebecca and talking to her? Or do you think it's just, uh, a red herring for the audience to be worried? And then when it happens, It'll actually be okay. Now, I think they're going to eventually have something come of it. It's just how long is it going to take? I mean, she's getting closer and closer. Like, her face stayed longer this time. So, eventually, she may be able to talk to her and find something out that she needs to find out. But at the same time, though, um, you know, Teresa's actual, like, blood aunt, if you will. Or Teresa. I'm sorry to ask the actor. Uh, Sarah. Sarah. Diana's that Diana's yeah, Sarah, her, her aunt Sarah right her aunt. she's she's freaking out over it because she's like what you actually I mean it sounds like trying to contact a dead person is well she called it very high magic but it sounded like very dangerous magic like I don't know what would happen if if she did it or she succeeded or something went wrong but it, I mean, it sounds an awful lot like this is like a big no-no, you know, unless if you really, 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 really know what you're doing. So, yeah, Sarah was not happy about it. And she made made her promise, you know, not to do it again. And she says, OK, OK, I promise. And of course, she does it. I think she's worried about her safety, but I also think she's kind of doesn't want to go there with her sister. And so that's, what's bothering her more. I don't know. We don't have enough information yet, whether it's that dangerous or not to talk to somebody, bringing them back maybe is really bad. I don't know, but well, I mean, she's not trying to bring them back. Like she's not trying to resurrect. Right. She's trying to communicate that, you know, so she's necromancy, you know, she's just trying to communicate with the dead person. So, I mean, that's, well, necromancy can be bringing them back as well, but she is just trying to contact her. But I, you know, I don't know how dangerous that can be if it's unless she's getting somebody that is not actually Rebecca, somebody that's pretending to be her, you know, like a demon or something, something bad. Yeah, I don't know. Like an actual demon, not the show demon. Right, not the show demon. Yeah, right. I'm just giving that as an example. There may not be any demons like that in this, but uh Right. right. Well, it could, it could be black magic, maybe. I don't. I don't. Well, you know. it's interesting because um, I because I watch, I pretty much watch all all 
if I can, I watch a show with uh, subtitles, with captions. And the way they spell demons in this show is D-A-E-M-O-N-S. So, I mean, I... It, I mean, I would pronounce that Damon's, you know, not like Matt, the kind, kind of like Matt Damon, but I mean, it's not demon, but Matt, it, Matt, bleh. but yeah, Damon, I, I Damon's are different than, than demons. So I don't know if the cat, yeah, that's, that's people, the Greek, that's the Greek version of, of demon. It's yeah. pronounced the same. It's pronounced the same, believe it or not, it is pronounced demon. Okay. But the, the, remember we were talking about what type of demons were, yeah this and like back way back oh yeah and, uh season yeah yeah and and yeah so this is more related to the the greek demons which is the d-a-e-m-o-n uh, um because yeah. i mean for me i i mean if i knew it was pronounced i mean if i knew it was spelled d-a-e-m-o-n then i probably wouldn't have had i wouldn't say much of a problem but i i probably would not have um how shall I call it? I, I probably would not have questioned, like, kind of questioned it as much if I knew it was spelled that way, if that makes sense. Sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. God damn it, we named the podcast wrong. We spelled it demons wrong. <laughs> it's ruined. OCD time. It's going to bother me forever. And you um, can fix it unless you go to every single post where it's made, too. So that, well, that'll really drive you crazy. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah. to make it worse for you. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Also, a, a demon spelled that way is a type of a computer virus or bug or, or program that runs through a computer and, and screws up everything. By, by the way, just a... because I remember when I played uh, Dungeons and Dragons that, you know, they I still call demons. them demons, but yeah. those, those kinds of demons, they were neutral evil. They, they were. Yeah, they were. They were a they were a creature. They were the neutral evil from the, uh, whatever that was called, whatever. Fiend outer. What, uh, I, I forget that because, yeah, there was the hell, nine hells, which was the devils. And then yeah. the, the 666 abyss was the demons. And then the, de, de, the demons with an A or demons, if you prefer, they, they were the neutral evils. And they were, I forget the name of the territory, Hades, maybe. I, I don't know. It was something. Either way, um, so um, yeah, so we t we want to go from there. Um, yeah, so so yeah, I'll be curious to see where they go because you know dang well. I mean, we're only on episode four, and we still have what five or six episodes left of the season. Um, so we figure she's gonna do some sort of necrom necromancy or whatever, however you pronounce necromancy. it, necromancy. Uh, by talking to Rebecca or someone or someone that's going to pretend they're Rebecca if she screws up and it becomes like some evil entity or something. Yeah. Perfect way to say it. Evil entity. Yeah. Yeah. And maybe that's why Sarah's all freaking out about it. Yeah, and it could be. And who knows what happened last time. I wish they would detail that so we could know. <laughs> right, right. So similar to anything... Anything for Jackson, the movie. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you, you're trying to bring in Jackson back, and instead you screw it up, and all these other freaks show up. Uh -huh. <laughs> That's a you great film. Way instead of just a <laughs> getting a singular spirit. 
That's right. That's right. So for folks who are curious about that movie, anything for Jackson, uh, Dark Discussions Podcast did an episode on it. But it's also for folks who watch this TV show on Shudder. Uh, anything for Jackson is a movie that's uh, available on Shutter right now uh, from 2020. Highly recommended by myself and Barrett. We've both seen it. Absolutely. It was actually rated the second best horror film of the year by uh, Dark Discussions Podcast. As a matter of fact, yep. losing out only to Invisible Man. Um, okay, so back to the show here. Um, okay, so we we talked about. Uh, Sarah and uh, everyone and all that and uh, all that screw up. Uh, showdown talk with Joubert and I- Isabel. Yeah, let's talk about that. Uh, yeah, so Joubert is a little s- smart, smarty pants there by saying, "Oh, I'm surprised we're meeting out in the courtyard instead of in the castle," and uh, and uh, and you know because he knows something's up. Yeah. Yeah. Um he wants the witches. The relations of Diana. Yes, exactly. Well, that, but it's also um it's a, according to their their council laws, it's it's illegal for one member of a a council like one mem- one member of a species to essentially stay with another with a member from another species. So in other words, like when we had, uh, you know, a demon can't stay with a vampire or, or a witch and, you know, a witch can't stay with a vampire or a demon, uh, all that sort of thing. Because they were mentioning that uh, earlier, so, you know, they had an illegal. Um, what is oh, Mar- that's right. Marcos was talking to his guest's mother. Yeah. Like, yeah. Which is another, which I find that one more stupid than the no relations between them. <laughs> Yeah, it's like why, why can't they be friends? can't they be friends and stay with each other? What the heck? Right. Yeah. Rule is that it's like an HOA. Right, right. It's not like dogs and cats <laughs> or something. Dogs it's not like cats. Irish snakefish. That's right. That's right. It's not like like uh, Republicans and Democrats. It's just it's just <laughs> demons and vampires. Exactly. What's the big deal? Oh. <laughs> I mean, come on, that's that's much more peaceful. <laughs> <laughs> they're not tweeting about each other and saying bad things. Come on, there's more each other. <laughs> yeah, wrong with that. All right. Anyway, uh, um, well, so we have two instances of that right now: the demons that are staying with Marcus, and yep. the witches that are staying with Isabel. That's right. That's right. So they're declaring, and, and, just in a ton of trouble right now. And, and you know, it's funny is that they're really doing it simply because. Of Knox and Gervais. Right. It's like they can kill him and that's okay, but it's not okay for them to stay with the other guys. Right. Right. It's so weird. <laughs> yeah. It's like, to hell with Knox and Gervais. <laughs> and, and Domenico. All them <laughs> Domenico. He's Domen- actually, I, I worry about him a little less because he's totally out for himself. Well, that's I, I, that's why I don't trust him because he's like he's like that Finnish chick. He, they, they're just like psychopaths, and they'll just who knows what they're, they're wild cards. I don't trust them. Yeah, yeah. But you're right. He would betray a Gerbo or whatever his name is. How do you say it again? Yeah. 
How is it? Come on, Frenchman, you can get it. Joubert? Joubert. Joubert. Okay. Yeah, I know. I'm, I'm French Canadian. I can't, I can't even say it. Um, Joubert. Yeah, so he he uh, could betray those guys as much as he could betray the Claremonts, I think. Oh, yeah. Uh, He's definitely not trustworthy. <laughs> no, no. Um. All right. So, yeah, so let's talk about that, that meeting between Joubert and Elizabeth, uh, Elizabeth, how are you pronounce it? Um, so yeah, she basically knows what's up, but I think she knows that he knows and she, he brings up the blood rage and she washes it off. Like whatever. Next time email me. I thought that was a damn good line. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. But- Something like, you know, you came here just to see if there were witches in my house. You know, you might as well just eat. You should have just emailed me. Yeah. Well, it's, you know, sometimes you don't feel like someone saying that has the, the power of that authority. But she I really felt it from her. She she pulled that out really nicely. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah. She, she's definitely a powerhouse. She's she's yeah. she could be a, a kick ass. Um you know, like like Cersei's from Game of Thrones or something. Yeah, yeah. She ain't gonna take shit from anybody. Well, let's talk about before that. So Domenico calls up Joubert and tells him, you know, because Joubert wants to know what they're trying to get from that place, and Domenico already knows, and he knows what the pictures. You know, he sees the pictures, but he doesn't tell Joubert about it, which I find interesting. Oh. Yeah. Oh, go on, Kevin. No, I was I was just thinking is that for a second I thought he did tell tell Joubert, but no, he didn't. Somebody sent him the pictures, but he it didn't sound like he sent it to anybody else. So it, it's so almost, looking at the pictures as he was talking to Joubert and not telling him about it. And Joubert's like, You better be giving me everything. <laughs> right. You yeah. Know, kind of interesting though that he would he would do that. Well, that's because we, uh, yeah, so I don't think he, Probably I think he's working for himself. Yeah, I think he's, he's looking out for himself or maybe just gathering information before he can use it. Because, I mean, worse comes to worse, well, not worse comes to worse. What he might do is, if he gets enough evidence, he would go to Isabeau and says, here, here's what I've got, you know, what can you do for me? Um, you know, because it's obvious that Gerbert and Isabeau, the Claremonts, do not get along at all i mean jaber wants the the claremont guy out of the council and yeah so oh, yeah he wants to destroy the to kill all the claremonts actually he wants to yeah he wants them gone yeah the, another interesting too, thing too is is marcos is is a moron again because he's the one that basically let D- domenico know that things were stolen yeah. Yeah, exactly. Why is he telling him anything? Right. And, well, and guess what? Understand because Dem- he doesn't really know Domenico is as um, out for himself as he is. But, but, I mean, I think Matthew and Isabel have, have probably told him enough that don't trust anybody outside the family. You know, I mean, you would think. Yeah. I guess that makes sense, but I, they haven't told them everything, though, so I'm not sure, because they didn't tell them about the blood rage, so it's hard for me to say that for sure. 
Yeah, that's a fair point too. Yeah. And so maybe they they've created some of their own downfall and mistake. Because right. yeah, it's like it's like yeah, why would he trust Domenico? And, and again, he didn't actually come right out. He just said, "Was anything stolen?" And immediately Domenico, who's not an idiot, is going to go, "Oh, interesting." Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and then he finds the pictures of Diana and Matthew. And he says, "All right, there, there, there it is. Dave time trip." Now the question is: Is any of them? I don't think any of them can time trip. So, but at least they know. So they can. Yeah, nobody else can. Yeah. So, that, but they do know that. They did time trip now. Right. Yeah. Well, Domenico does. Domenico knows, yeah. Well, and they do too. I mean, well, your bear figured it out. They, he saw them, but he just didn't get a hold of them. So they know as well. Right. Uh, well, I mean, the, the first show of this season, uh, yeah, Knox. Think, like, yeah, Knox comes in, holds up a picture, holds up clothing. It's like, well, why, you know, where did they go somewhere naked or something? But then they realize why, you know, why are they have you know why do they have these weird uh, clothes and that's when they figured okay well they just jump backwards in time so it's like all right well what are we going to do until they come back but they didn't know for sure they they were assuming that they didn't know until until we see they see these pictures they don't know absolutely that they made it back there this is definite proof right 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 it is yeah. oh yeah you didn't get any Satu or um, what's his name in this episode? Um, Knox. Yeah. Oh, yeah. We did get one Knox scene, didn't we? we that was when Jibo and Knox were talking about. Um, oh no, you're right. Maybe it was Dom- he was talking to Domenico. Yeah, he was talking. He says, "Yeah, that we can wipe out the Claremonts if we can prove that they have blood rage." Yeah. No Knox or uh, you're Satu. right. Yeah, am I right there? Are we? Who's right here, Kevin? Was it? Nothing. Yeah. All right. So yeah, I screwed that up. So I was I was mistakenly saying it was Knox, and it was actually Domenico that well, had that you, conversation. Those older vampires all look alike. <laughs> yeah. Well, Knox is 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 technically a, a witch. Yeah. <laughs> them su- all of them supernatural. They're all Europeans. Yeah. They all look like. See, I want to know: Did they make a witch into a vampire? And would the witch have the witch powers and the vampire powers? Interesting. And is that why they have the prescription against inter uh, speech? Right. right. <laughs> yeah, I would hope. I would hope they would not um, have that happen. But yeah, I mean, I don't know. Hmm. Uh, yeah, so so that's right. Yeah, so Mox wasn't there. You're right. Yeah, so the witches were out of the picture. The modern witches were out of the picture altogether. Yeah. Well, yeah. and it makes sense to me that a demon couple could have a witch baby because it seems like humans, witches, and demons are all of one race, but they're offshoots. Right. right. And and vampires are basically humans that were just converted to vampires. Right. Exactly. Yeah. I mean, what would happen if a demon became a vampire? That's a good question, too. They would have their excessive um, creativity, and they'd be a vampire. <laughs> well, it would be like that chick from the Bliss movie, where, where she could paint pictures yeah. with blood. Yeah, exactly. And then she blows up. Um, yes, that's <laughs> right. That's right. Spoiler alert. But anyway. Done. 
It's <laughs> awesome, Kevin. Well done. That was awesome. Well, anyway, I mean, the thing, but the funny part is, like, it makes you wonder. It's like uh, Kit, you know, Matthew's friend who doesn't trust uh, Diana at all. You know, it's like makes you wonder, like, you know, before, you know, as Kit starts to get older, would he ask Matthew, hey, you know, sire me so I can, you know, live much longer. But, you know, I have a feeling also, I mean, this is the thing is, is like in 1590, I think this is before the council was formed, you know, because you have a, a demon living with a vampire and nobody seems to mind. Right. You know? So I guess that all this was before the council was formed, but. You know, it just kind of makes you wonder why wouldn't a, a witch want to be sired or a, a, a demon want to be sired just so they can live longer. And, you know, especially a witch that, you know, they can they'll be sired and they'll live a long, 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 long time and still hold their their witch powers unless if they become a vampire, they lose those witch powers. But I, I, I mean, I don't know. I don't know how this world works. And we haven't had enough info yet. Right. Right. Now, um, uh, I don't know. Yeah. Let's see. I, I don't know. Anyway, let's, let's, uh, move on. Let's move on. Um, now I want to talk about Phoebe again. Do we think Phoebe is just a regular human and, if she is, is her issue going to be she'll fall in love with Marcus or is she going to be their foil where she's going to be like, well, there could be a couple of things. She could be uh, taken as a prisoner by one of the Knox or one of them. And then Marcus goes nuts or she could go to somebody and say that vampires exist. What do we do? Or she could just fall in love with them. What do you think is going to happen here? Well, I mean, or, or it could be just a character. I wanted to say the fourth would be the character that will just disappear from the book. I mean, the movie, or I mean, the show. But she's listed as main cast. So, what, what are you going to say, Kevin? I'm sorry. No, no, that's okay. It's. I mean, I, I'm kind of curious on how they're gonna, what they're gonna do with her because it it just seemed like after the whole thing of okay i'm a vampire and then she walks away saying you're nuts and i and we we don't see any okay we don't see any evidence of her communicating with somebody else so i mean i i mean i can imagine her maybe talking to a friend of hers later say you know, I went out a day with this guy and all that and you know i found all these pictures of him from you know you know, supposedly from all these different times in history. And then I also found a thing of blood in his, in his refrigerator. And he just confessed to me, he's a vampire. And it's, it's like, it's like, come on, give me a break. You know, was, how do I find them? You know, I mean, it's like, I can just imagine her just saying, why me? How, you know, how do I find them? Why do they come to me? How do I find these crazies? You know, and that would be like the end of it. But if she's going to be in future episodes, not just one, but future episodes like many, um, you know, you, you, it makes you, you, I just wonder if they're going to all of a sudden have her like talking to somebody also on the council and her whole, come on, you're a vampire thing is just an act, but I don't think it was an act. So I don't, I don't know how they're going to use her. Yeah. 
I know I just totally went that in a roundabout way. No, I, I, I agree. I mean, there's a couple things that make her a little suspicious, but in general, I, I seem to think she's human and he just really likes her and she's going to become part of his life. Uh, the only things that make me a little suspicious are the coincidence of the things disappearing and her being there and, you know, saying, you know, you can't get these with cash. They have to wait and all that. And then her looking through his stuff. But other than that, I still think she's she's not she's an innocent. I don't think she's working with anybody or doing anything for anybody. Yeah, I think it's yeah. I mean, it makes me. Well, like I said, the first thing she does is she she goes in the middle of the night and it almost sounds like she just wants something to drink. It's like, all right, you know, you know, if, if you just sleep with a guy, you that kind of I, I mean, if she sleeps with if you sleep with somebody, you know, I, I guess that would entitle you to some rights to, you know, go to the kitchen and get something to drink. I mean, I don't I I mean, never really being in a situation like that myself um you know if if i had you know and she got up in the middle of the night to get something to drink then i'd be like yeah sure go you know go right ahead of course that's me but of course also me wouldn't do that but anyway um you know but i mean her i mean did he just i I just found it weird that she just happened to find because he left that box lying around it's like why did she go and like find this box, open up this box that's just out of on a shelf? It's like, why? You know, why is she doing this? Because she also said earlier that she searched on the internet for this guy. Because I mean, obviously he made an impression on he made an impression on her if she was gonna she she essentially was she Googled him. She's like, you know, you're not on any social networking sites. He's like, well, yeah. And I think that's a very more and more. I'm thinking that's kind of a smart thing to do. But a lot of people, you know, there are more people that don't want to go on social networking sites. So that's not exactly a a completely weird thing. But the fact that she actually did it kind of told him, yeah, she's interested in him, or at least she's curious about him. And then. I mean, maybe it is policy for their um, auction uh, auction company that no cash is to be paid and you have to actually buy it in auction, even though he said, I'm willing to pay $200,000 right up front. And even though he ended up paying $83,000 instead of 200, but he just wanted to, he, he really wanted those, uh, those miniatures. Yeah, well, it, it was definitely suspicious that he would do that. I mean, I understand why he wanted to get him right away because obviously they wanted it, but I could, I couldn't believe that he would have been that suspicious because all he had to do was what he did anyway, which was just bid ninety three thousand dollars and get him that that next day. But by saying I'll spend two hundred thousand now, you would think that would be a red flag. Well, it would have been better for him he'd actually gotten them. Right. Also, well, <laughs> that's think, true. Uh, yeah, but, I and mean, that's I why he wanted to pay cash, too. Right? Well, he, exactly. he wanted to pay cash. He wanted it now. And I think it's just he wanted it immediately. You know, it's not just a, um, you know, he want, yeah, he wanted it immediately, not, uh, you know, 
uh, just 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 in case it got into the wrong hands. And I think that was his concern was he didn't want it getting the wrong hands. He didn't want it really going public. And, you know, what if, you know, one of the other um, creatures were happened to be there, like, the you know, Gerber or. um, um uh, uh, Knox would happen to, you know, find out and go there and, and start a bidding war. You know, I mean, maybe, you know, he just wanted to get him and get him out as fast as he could. And so, I mean, that's why it's just like when, when the, you know, when the, when the guard got blood raged and the only things that were stolen were those two items. I mean, <laughs> Not a Rembrandt, not a thing of gold, not a jewelry or anything, just those two. So, I mean, it's obvious that somebody else is after those. Now, I mean, I, I guess I don't. I guess they wanted them for the collection, right? Because all they had to know that was that they existed, right? Well, I think they don't want the enemy to have them. Right. They don't want the enemy to have them. Yeah. Know where they are, what period of time, and all that. Right. Exactly. Right. Even even though, yeah, because right, they don't know that Knox and uh, Jobert and Domenico know that they've time tripped, right? I mean, it's also possible that because of these items, that there could be like they could give it to a witch, and somehow that witch would be able to do something with them. Um. That's true, too. Because remember, I mean, that one of the reasons why, I mean, one of the reasons why that Matthew and Diana jumped back to 1590 was from that chess piece that he had. So, I mean, if you have these little, these little pieces, I mean, these are very, these are from a very specific time. So, um, somebody could, somebody can, in, in this, in this universe, somebody can use them uh, for, for some purpose yeah that's true too yeah so i guess it's not just for them to know that like you know we see sarah and and whatnot say oh they've made it they they actually did make it to 1590 but it's also to keep it from the enemy as well yep because okay i see what you're saying yeah. Um, all right. Any other items that we want to talk about, or did we talk about pretty much everything in the episode? It was a short episode. It was only about 43 minutes, I noticed. Yeah, it wasn't that long. I think we talked about everything, uh, including the blood rage. We kind of started with that. So, <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's, that's such a major part of what's happening in this episode, and it it's going to lead into everything, I think, through the rest of the season. Yeah, yeah, and the, and the episode actually even started uh, with the blood rage too, as a matter of fact. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, sounds good. So, uh, yeah, I pretty much think we we gathered our thoughts and um, made our predictions, assumptions. Um, so let's talk about next week. Uh, I know offline, Barrett, you said next week looks like it's even going to be a better episode. Uh, what were your thoughts on the the preview? It looks really good. There's going to be a lot going on, it looks like, um, a lot of drama, which, you know, I'm not saying it's been absent, but I think this episode's going to have 
a lot more of it. It's going to be kind of a ramping up of the conflict. Um, you mean like action, action drama? Type. Yeah, action drama and things happening. Um, like, yeah, between characters and stuff, not just the blood rage vampire going around killing people. <laughs> right, right, right. I see what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, what about yourself, uh, Kevin? What do you, do you think of the, the preview? Did you even watch it? Oh, of course I watched it. Um, I just found it. Um, what was I going to say? Uh, well, I mean, there, there's obviously a, and there's an argument to be had um, between Matthew and Diana, where Diana actually uses her magic to push Matthew out this room and shut the door on him, which kind of gives Matthew that almost that blood rage look on his face um which will always which will of course lead you know lead to uh you know hilarity but the thing is is that uh i i don't know it's it's i, I this is a couple that i'm rooting for i mean this is a couple that i want to stay i'm hoping that we'll stay together and um you know so when i see the argument i i get a little nervous you know it's like oh oh, please you know don't don't break up you know that type of thing sure sure yeah yeah i mean uh uh i've been watching the, the previews too but i must say that uh, the previews do give us a little too much information sometimes like um yeah. when they had that is it emily emily and sarah um uh, is it emily or is it elena i, I can't remember uh the aunts and yeah i think it's emily okay yeah either either way the two aunts were were talking uh earlier in this episode saying um yeah i hope you don't use that magic again to try to talk with the dead uh and yet we we saw in the preview from last week that she does so when they had that scene it was already anticlimactic for me because it's like yeah i already know she's going to do it sooner uh, later in this episode um but yeah i mean but you know that's trailers for you right yep so um all right so i guess we can give our uh final thoughts on on this episode but uh before we do uh next week's episode is episode five um and uh again there's no titles or anything so it doesn't give us any hints except for what we saw in the preview um and whatnot uh so all right let's give our final thoughts uh then on this episode so uh, barrett what do you got uh again i really liked this episode i thought it was really well done acting was great cinematography great um i think it's leading up to some really good show and this show is like a breath of fresh air for me for what i'm watching these days so it's good all right sounds good uh yeah uh, for me um yeah this was this was a really good episode um uh completely away from our main characters uh back into the main world uh it was kind of interesting to follow some of the secondary characters and give them more screen time uh and it shows that this show could actually work similar to like a game of thrones or something where it could be more of an ensemble cast than uh otherwise um so yeah, it, it's it's pretty pretty solid show. Uh, I like this episode a lot, and uh, I would concur with with Barrett after uh, some of the podcasts that we've been doing uh, in the past on shows that were just god awful. Um, th- this is definitely a, a fresh breath of air for genre uh, television. 
Uh, Kevin. Uh, like the two of you, this was a good show. I enjoyed it. I look forward to next set, you know, this upcoming Saturday. So uh, for the next one, uh, looks like we're going to meet Philippe de Clermont and we're going to see what he's like. And I'm just trying to think of what else. I mean, I, I whatever the, 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 the lover spat that we'll see, I just hope it doesn't last long. It's just, that's just one source of conflict that I really don't, I really hope doesn't, doesn't really happen in this in this show um and you know i'm sure we'll we'll uncover more uh, interesting facts uh in the next in the next episode yep and next episode is the mid-season so uh halfway through season two um all right so uh once again uh thank you for joining us for uh, Discovery of Witches, Demons, and Vampires podcast uh, weekly episode. As stated, you can find us anywhere. But again, uh, we'd love to hear your thoughts uh, on what you think Phoebe's going to turn out to do, or um, will Baldwin take over the, the reins, or and so on and so forth. So uh, send us your emails at darkdiscussions at aol.com or go to darkdiscussions.com and press the contact us form and fill out the form, which is basically sends us an email uh and we will read your emails on the podcast next week also you can follow us uh on facebook at dark discussions podcast facebook group uh twitter dark discussion one and uh of course the website uh which has all sorts of genre news including uh discovery of witches uh so with all that stated barry oh oh actually and if anybody from the the show wants to join us uh deborah harkness or Teresa Palmer, or Matthew Good, or anybody that wants to join us uh, to be interviewed, help promote the show, uh, we'll we'll gladly uh, have you folks on and uh, give you a a good half hour to an hour, or even longer, whatever it works for you folks. Uh, So uh, hopefully that would uh, get to their ears. If not, uh, no worries, we still got five more episodes of good talk anyway of a good show. So with that stated, Eric. I mean, with that stated, Barrett, why don't you leave us out? Thanks for joining us on a Discovery of Witches, Demons, and Vampires podcast. Uh, We'll see you again next week when we go over the mid-season episode, episode five.